Tamsin Fidel, and welcome to the Broadway show Uncut, where we have lots of conversations with the biggest and brightest stars of Broadway. Let's get started. The new fall season is finally upon us, and we have a lot of great stuff we're looking forward to. Some like it hot, 1776, and Juliet, just to name a few. Plus, five different Pulitzer Prize-winning plays all on tap for this season. Stick around, because coming up in just a few, I'm going to have a quick conversation with Will Swenson. He's playing Neil Diamond in A Beautiful Noise, the new Neil Diamond musical. But let's go ahead and kick this one off with a show that everybody is pumped up to see, it's almost famous. Paul Wontora caught up with the stars, Casey Likes and Soleil Pfeiffer. Cool, good to see the two of you. Good because you. the last time I saw both of you, you were on stage at the Old Globe Theater. Yes. Before COVID, 2019, killing it in oh this almost famous musical that I fell in love with immediately. And I was like, get this show to Broadway. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. And it's finally and happening. It's Just finally a little here. delayed. Three yes. years later. But you know, but right on time. I feel yeah. like, like at this point, like it's, it's such a blessing to have this extra time and this extra time to be together. And now everyone is just like, we feel so ready. You know, we yeah. haven't rushed a thing. Mm -hmm. So now that we're here, I just think everyone's just so grateful that it's finally happening. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like kind of like perfect timing now. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's actually kind of ironic because you both have movies coming out like you, you were able to like <laughs> yeah. go on and become movie actors movie stars yeah, today we tried. Uh, which, so that's exciting too so it, like it's sort of like in between almost famous california yes. and almost famous broadway <laughs> you yeah. get to go do some movies well you yeah. know what it does it, it like it it not only deepens like um, obviously we wanted that for our lives and our careers and of course you know all that stuff but it's like like everyone like over the pandemic you change you know it's like yeah. you that, that not only did those movies like help us but it like it helped our our personal lives like we i i remember when we got back into rehearsals and doing the workshop i was like i'm not just looking at like a new penny i'm i'm looking at like a new Soleil. like she's like mm. totally. and like you know especially our connection in the show it's so so important that we see each other and it was it was cool seeing like oh we changed a little bit we yeah. we, we, we went through this like cool thing yeah and horrible thing together and like all right, what does that bring to the show now? Totally. Yeah. And like, I met Casey when he was 17. Yeah. Like, I remember his, I will never forget his first audition. It was the most perfect audition. <laughs> and I remember he, he left the room and they, because they had me come in and read. And I was like, that's our kid. That's William. <laughs> that's him. And it, it was, I couldn't believe how talented this, this teenager was. Thank you, thank and you. now coming back to it now, I'm just like this artist, this absolute, like he has, he has such ownership of, of his craft and of his voice mm -hmm. and, and just like, yeah, I think we both feel so much more confident than before. Ooh. And it's coming Soleil. back to it, no, it, and so <laughs> it feels good. It's like, it was this hard moment, but the silver lining is that we're coming to it, like totally refreshed and just as like even more excited than we were Did you before. know she hasn't been on Broadway? She's already a Broadway star, but this is it's, like You it. know, I actually had to like check three times to I verify I because like I've seen her do like, so many amazing Broadway <laughs> in New York, but both making your Broadway that. debut, and yes. you're both like big theater kids. I mean, oh, like you, you were like huge. theater camps kind of oh. theater nerds. Oh, mm -hmm. beyond! Oh, like <laughs> a bona fide theater nerd. Right. The two of us, yeah, yes, theater absolutely. kids down to the bone. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we're making a Broadway debut together. So wow, which is really cool. And a bunch of us. This is a cast mm -hmm. full of artists who are making their Broadway debut, and we all just get to do it alongside our best friends, which is really, really exciting. It makes it that much better. 
So I was actually hoping throughout the entire pandemic that you were like sleeping in some sort of chamber to make sure you stayed very youthful. <laughs> and because I mean, you're you're a young guy, oh, but you look you look fantastic. Thank you can still play. Yes. Thank you. Oh, yeah, there were close calls. There were close. I was like, I was like, I need that. Staying out of the sun. Yes, yes. And it, being from Arizona, you're like, you're like that sun will will kill me. So yeah, no, we tried. No, you did great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. The, the relationship between your characters. So you play Penny Lane. Yes. I do. Iconic. Yes. Not only an iconic <laughs> Beatles song, but an iconic character yeah, in Cameron yeah. Crowe's movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. Originally played by Kate Hudson in the yes. film. And by the way, this movie, I feel like it's interesting to see which modern film classics people want mm-hmm. to see adapted. I've heard fans of this movie for years and years say that is what needs to come to Broadway. Is that true? Have you also heard that and felt that? I think, I mean, it lends itself to yeah. being adapted into a musical so so easily. I mean, it's, mm. a, it's a show about loving music. It's right. a show about a band, you yeah. know? So yeah. there's, it's just ripe with opportunities. And then having Tom Kitt. Well, that's the you thing. Know? This could have easily been a jukebox musical yes. where you just take a bunch of hits and sort of frame it around the exactly. story. But what I love about it mm-hmm. is it is a mostly, there are a few classics yeah. in the mix, mm. but mostly this amazing Tom Kitt score yeah. um, that honors this music, the sound of this music, but is new. And you're actually, yes. my experience as an audience member was I was like, Am I listening to a classic song? Yeah. Am right. I listening to a new song? I think it's like, this is Tom Kitt's bread and butter. Yeah. It's just like yeah. arranging songs that you already know and love and just making them that much better. And then also giving this like beautiful inner life to these characters that we've known for so long. Mm-hmm. I think that's what is so exciting for fans of the movie yeah. is that you get everything that you love about the movie. You get those songs, you get the characters, you get all of that, you get that world, but you get so much more, mm. you know? Like we learn so much more about Penny in, yes. in the musical. We learned so much more about this relationship mm-hmm. in the musical yeah. and that being musicalized by like the genius of Tom Kitt like nothing could be better yeah. Pulitzer Prize winning oh yeah. I know it's not lost on us I know he's we're amazing. geeking out every day no, I know. It's so cool. he's, <laughs> he's a chameleon too right like, he, oh, like yeah. you said yeah. he just he just disappears into into yeah. the project you know it's like yeah. he's not trying to make like you know I, he is the star Tom Kitt but he's like you know but I'm gonna serve exactly what this piece is. And, yeah. and him and Cameron are almost like the counterparts to each other. They're literally like yeah. the musical counterparts. They like work just, together so well. They, you look at them and they're just a great duo. They're, yeah. they're like best friends. So yeah. back to Penny, because yeah. yes. she is very important. And Absolutely. Many Thank a Broadway diva wanted Thank to play <laughs> Penny Lane in this musical. I'm glad they got Celia Viper. As am I. Well, thank you. Well, thank you, Paul. Hey, no, I feel crazy lucky. I mean, it's not, you know, that often that something like true. I mean, Cameron Crowe is just like a master at yeah. iconography in general. Yes. But like, say anything, everything from Almost Famous. Like, there are so yeah. many, like, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He has created yeah. so many, like, phrases and, mm-hmm. and images and moments that we all know. Yeah. And I think there's something so powerful about the fact that, like, some people may not know Almost Famous, but Penny Lane, like the spirit of this character and this person who I met actually, the original. You met the real, yeah, yeah she came to see it in yes, California. Yes, she came to see us in, in she came to our so opening. So Johnny Mitchell, by the way. Okay, oh my God, I know. <laughs> I, I'm still like, I, I I don't, we might have peaked, like Joni Mitchell came to our opening. I'm Jimmy like, Crosby can anything, yeah. yeah. Like we're no pressure. Movies, all these, I know. Yeah. But cool. what's cool, and, and, and meeting Penny Trumbull, the original Penny Lane, uh-huh. there's such something about the spirit of this woman and this character that has just like 
permeated our culture in this way that I think is really amazing. Like I know so many girls who wear the coat, the girls who came to San Diego who, you know, and there's just like something about this character that people really love. And so it feels like kind of like this big responsibility in Uh a way. And you hope that you are living up to what it is that people love about it. But like putting on that coat, putting on the, like getting to be her is one of the greatest honors of my life. And, And it's just so fun. Like I'm just genuinely having the best time doing it. So Almost Famous is obviously based on Cameron Crowe's. It's semi-autobiographical about sort of his experiences as a teenage writer for Rolling Stone. You get to embody him. And Penny is very, he said in interviews, Penny lights up the room. No pressure, right? No pressure. You have to sort of like. She does. (laughs) She does. She does. But your character, I mean, this is really sort of probably the first woman he's fallen in love with. I mean, he's completely, she's she's the object of so many things in his life. Yeah, I mean, the whole story is just about this, like, you know, obviously about many things, but yeah. um, something that's so personal to me is is the story of young love, you know? It's the story of, like, the most innocent version of love you can possibly feel. I mean, I, I think we all remember the first time we fell in love with someone, and I feel like many of us are still almost in love with them today, you know? Right. Like, we, if we think about our first love, yeah. we think about, like... It informs everything. It informs yeah. everything <laughs> after that, and it's like what uh, an amazing person to fall in love with every night, right? It's like, I remember I did, when I did first meet her, I was like, I, I heard she was in the room, um, and this was my final call back. And mm-hmm. um, I was like, they were like, so Soleil Pfeiffer is playing Penny Lane is in there. And I was like, what? I knew her from Songs from New World. I knew her, I was like, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. So I came up and I was like, I'm a huge fan of your work. Yeah, he's, he said, I, I love your work. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's easy every night and, it's, and I'm really glad to tell a story. But I also know there was a lot of discussion that Penny in the film, some people have said mm-hmm. maybe she's too much of sort of a, an object. And, and you were able to actually flesh out the character and that was sort yeah. of a big part of the, the journey of the musical. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that's what's so exciting about ad- adapting any story in the musical theater world is that yeah. that's what you get to unearth. It's it's inner life. We get to learn her why, why what she loves, why she's here. And aside from just, you know, her relationship just to William or just to Russell, like, we learn who she is, who is beyond just being this girl who's here and, and, and you know, loves this band. This is a woman who loves music and chose this family and is the reason that everything clicks the way it does, you mm. know? And there's that line which is like, I'm pretty sure we're going to forget a lot of this, but mm. I'm, I think we're really going to remember. Yeah, I just mm. butchered the line. But, yeah, <laughs> it's- but what we're going to remember Penny Lane, and I think that's, that, that's what Cameron said about his experiences then too is that a lot of what these people remember at the end of the day it wasn't necessarily the big crowds or the crazy parties or the mm-hmm. celebrities it was these connections with these people and these this and, and, and that to me is what this show is about it's about chosen family you know yeah. it's about growing pains <laughs> yeah. and chosen family and I feel like Every character has their journey of like, you know, painful moments of what it means to like face reality, painful moments of what it means to love someone and, and lose them or or when your chosen family turns their back on you, whatever it might mm. be. Like it, right. there's there's something there, I think, for, for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like for our, our Elaine character, our, our you know, our the, William's mom, she right. grows too yeah. about Anika what it means Larson. to see your yeah. child. Yeah, and our, our amazing Anika Larson, like what it means to watch your child leave home and, and mm-hmm. 
fly from the nest and and it's cool and and you know for me like I feel like I started the process of this show as a different as like a girl you know mm. and coming into it now I feel like just like I have grown up with this show and in part because yeah. of this show you yeah. know like Penny Lane has taught me so much about myself yeah. I mean you say? As, as, you, as you can see like it's like it all of it is mirroring our lives like yeah. it's like Huge I had to say bye it. to my mom to come out yeah. here to do it at 17 years old you know and uh, you know, Anika has her own sons, you know, so uh -huh, that's yeah. so personal to her and yeah. and you know, just the growth that has happened for, you know, us two young people that are just going into a new world. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it's it's really cool. It's yeah. it's really cool how how mirrored it is. Is it fun to live in this trippy, psychedelic, druggy at times. I mean, the the, the, <laughs> the atmosphere of the show is really fun. I remember yeah. it vividly, yeah. and it was three years ago I saw the show, but it was like, oh, it's great. beautiful it's to look at, and you obviously have the iconic costume. Yes. You have the coat. Yeah. The coat is, is has made it to Broadway. <laughs> the coat has the made, coat it. Has made it to <laughs> Broadway. Yes. But, is, but it must be fun just as a cast to yeah. sort of get lost in it's all of that. the best time. It is the best time. I think it was Drew Galing who plays Jeff yeah. Beebe. He was the one, he, recently he was just like, our show is just a good hang. Mm. And I feel like uh -huh. it's, you know, the, the relevance of this show and the meaning has changed even in the past few years that it's like, this was a time, it's a, not only nostalgic for, you know, it was in the 70s, but it's nostalgic for a time when people could come together right. without fear mm -hmm. and come together without interruptions, without constant notifications. This is like nostalgic to it, to a moment in time when we were together, we were together. Right. And we were focused and we were focused on each other and we were focused on the music. And, and I, I think what the, this show, at least being in it feels like a true, like true escapism. And I think we need that right now. Mm -hmm. Like this is, the, the world is so crazy. There's so much going on. And this takes us back to a moment in time a vibe a vibe yeah, a true a vibe. vibe this takes but it takes you know it takes us back to a moment in time where, where culture was changing and people are experiencing mm -hmm. freedom and new music and hearing new sounds and new modes of expression and i think it's it's exciting to remember that and not take it for granted casey this is a big role what what is the biggest <laughs> musical role you've played before this probably the the role that got me to the Jimmy Awards which in turn got me to uh, this role um, right. which was Jean Valjean which is a very uh, very very personal You're young role for that part. you know just a little young <laughs> just a little young you can still do it yeah, on Broadway yeah. in many I years just, yeah I'll just keep going down the, yeah. yeah but uh, yeah I did the, I did Jean Valjean in, in high school directed by my mom who did the show on Broadway and uh, and yeah, that was pretty special. So. That's amazing. And my godfather is uh, Nick Cartel, who's doing John Valjean on tour right now. So yeah, it's a very, very yeah. personal, uh, very connected history with Les Mis that has brought me to uh, the Jacobs Theater across the street from the Imperial, where Les Mis was on Broadway. So you're a total theater nerd. I love that. <laughs> so total theater nerd. Yes, we, we were choosing our dressing rooms the other day, and Casey like looks out the window and he goes, oh my god, you guys. <laughs> That's where my mom had her Broadway debut. Oh. In it's literally yeah, the Imperial he, sign right he, yeah, outside the window. He chose That's his amazing. dressing room just so that he could look at it every day. Which yeah. I guess that is incredible. Thing. I also just want to point out you are doing films, as I said. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 you have a, like a crazy horror movie coming out, right? Crazy Dark Harvest, movie, yes. which I'm already terrified oh. of just from reading about it. Yeah. And then you're playing Gene Simmons of Kiss fame in I another know. movie, this Spinning Gold, so which is an exciting wow. With opportunity. With some more Broadway talent in there, Jeremy Jordan. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of Broadway yeah. people in that one. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. really excited about both of those. Yeah, um, and Salea, you're going to be on Netflix. Tyler Perry has, he wrote this, this has been like a labor of love, I think. He wrote yes. this movie many years ago. It the, it's called yeah. A Jazz Man's Blues. A Jazz Man's Blues, And the yes. trailer 
I don't want to know. I don't want to say made me cry, but oh. I can tell the movie will make me cry. Oh my god! I mean, it looks—it's giving me some Notebook flavor. Okay. You look gorgeous. Thank you so much. It looks like a big, beautiful movie that's coming out as well. Thank you. Are you yeah. excited? Oh my god! I—I I mean, I can't believe it. I thought you know we're just like these theater kids who like now here we are, coming to every home and I mean it's—it's it's a totally <laughs> overwhelming thought. Yeah. yeah. But I'm so—I—I'm I, so proud of it. I'm so excited for everybody to see it, and I can't believe it's time and it's happening. Like all these things are happening right at the same moment which it's is a dream, really right? cool. getting yeah. to learn from as many people as possible yeah. like it was it, it's it's really special and i feel like like i said earlier it's just it's deepened uh, the work we can bring to the show now you yeah. know like we're just totally. like sometimes we're in the scenes together and i'm like oh this is we're 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 in it yeah. now like it, it feels good it feels good that we've like been able to exercise our muscles in totally. different areas yeah yeah well, I can't wait. I'm like total Thank fanboy you. for the show. Yay. So very oh, excited. So glad. Fanboy of you, Paul. Thank you yes. so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you. Hey, Paul. Thank you. As I said at the top of the podcast, I got a chance to chat with the star of A Beautiful Noise, Will Swenson. Have a listen. Neil Diamond. It feels like it could be daunting, but you are handling it effortlessly, it seems. <laughs> yeah, uh, performing Neil Diamond as Neil Diamond in front of Neil Diamond is one of the more bizarre things I've ever done. Well, that's what I want to ask you. This has to be different from so many of the other, I mean, you've, you've been, you know, so many shows, so many TV shows and, um, and on Broadway, but is it, how is this one different? I mean, I, I've never played somebody who was living before and somebody that that people know so well like people everybody knows his songs and his mannerisms and his sound so to not nail it people are gonna be like that's wrong I can check the YouTube and he doesn't move like that he doesn't sound like that so it's a little daunting no pressure right yeah no pressure um, big fan of Neil Diamond huge yeah yeah no legit my dad's favorite singer of all time oh, wow. uh, just was on a loop in our house growing up there was uh, we had a an autographed picture of Neil Diamond hanging in our garage, so it was just like in my bones before I even started. Wow, that's yeah. but that's incredible, right? That's yeah. an incredible way to do it. So you already you already knew at least the songs, <laughs> at, at sure. least a lot of the songs. For sure, yeah. Uh, you did perform with him though, right, Fenway Park? Oh my gosh, yeah. Can we talk about that? We because can talk I can't. About it. <laughs> even gives me chills, and I wasn't even there. <laughs> it was nuts. I mean. Boston people love Neil Diamond and they sing Sweet Caroline at every single Red Sox game. And when Neil was in town, they asked him if he'd go and he was like, yeah, bring the cast. And so we showed up and we sang Sweet Caroline with Neil <laughs> at Fenway. It was incredible. Uh, why did they do that? Why is that the song that they've chosen? Do you know? I, I, think, I don't know I mean, the there's history. There's a few different versions of the story. They, I think they started playing it and then they started winning when they played it. So they thought it was good luck. And then Neil came and sang after the uh, marathon bombing in Boston. He came and, and sang again to sort of cheer up the town, and, uh, and they loved it, so they love him, and now that's just a staple of the games. So for you, uh, standing there with him and, uh, and performing that song, is there anything you've learned about him now that you're actually knowing the person, not just you know him as a... Yeah, just that it's in his bones. Just like the minute they they pushed play on the on the track to to start singing, he was just he just like stepped in, which is like where it began. He just you just saw like oh the years of him singing that song and understanding how to work a crowd. It was just kind of awesome to watch him step into that that spotlight. Do you feel like you're doing that? You're you're doing that every time you you rehearse or every time you're there. But I mean, try to bring that that part of it. Cause that's I hope a so. I hope that's the challenge. I guess, but um. But yeah, I mean, trying to trying to emulate him and, and bring his energy and his his sound and his passion 
is, is the challenge, but hopefully I'm getting it down. I love seeing uh, so many of these shows now on, on Broadway um, with, about real people, you know, whether you were talking about, you know, wh whoever it is. Um, there have been so many, you know, obviously MJ the Musical, most, most recent, but I think there's something special about that. I don't know if it's something that we need right now. I don't know if it's because um, we, we need to have that, you know, those songs, music changes us, obviously, we know yeah. that. And it brings us back and it, it moves us forward. Um, do you think that that's why that has become so, so popular on Broadway? It could be. I mean, they're inspiring stories of success. Niels is, in particular, really inspiring. And he wrote so many joyous songs, and that's certainly in short supply these days. So mm -hmm. I think people are thrilled to come and, and have that nostalgia of, of all the joyous moments that those songs have been associated with them throughout their lives. And then our stories told in a really artful, moving way um, to, to kind of understand what Neil went through and, and, uh, and how he came out on top. And that's inspiring as well. I feel like you've moved from one project to another to another. You had a few months to, to rest, I right? I hope so. I hope. <laughs> how's, your, how's your lovely wife? She's great. She's busier than I am. <laughs> yes. What, what is she working on? Are you working on anything uh, together? She's shooting that HBO show, The, the Gilded Age. Mm -hmm. They're shooting the second season Wonderful. of that right now. Yeah. That's that's a great one. So, so good. It Love really it. is. I, are you working on anything together coming up? or? Uh, with some concert stuff. We're just kind of singing together at a few concerts here and there. Yeah. And the family. How are they? Everybody's good. Yeah. i got my son here today. He's going to college. I'm crying. I'm, a, I'm an old dad with college kids. <laughs> so how many college kids do you have? And what, 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 what's your home? What happens off stage with you, Will? I just pay bills. That's all. We, <laughs> I sing and I pay a bill. <laughs> pretty much. We'll have three kids in college this year. It seems impossible. And then we've got a five-year-old as well. So we're busy. We, we are tired. You're Can't tired, but, tired. That, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> Netflix, you've had a lot going on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what is that experience versus the stage? I mean, those are two very different, uh, you know. Yeah, man, to be an actor and to do those two different things, it feels like different universes. It's it's so different. It's a much more technical kind of version of, of the craft. You don't get to tell the story in line, and and um, but you can, you know, you have, there's a lot more special effects to be able to tell crazier stories. and. Um, it's fun. It's just different. It's 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 a ball, but it's, it's I, I think of it as math for actors. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> Not everyone could do that math, but I like it. <laughs> right. right. And I was terrible at math, so I'm glad I'm getting some TV work. Uh, anything you're interested <laughs> in uh, looking at next or wanting to do? New stuff. I love everything that's new. That's my favorite. It's something that hasn't been created before. There's like no preconceived ideas of what it should be. It's just like creating something brand new. I like making new stuff. Good. I can't wait to see what you have coming up next. Thanks. That's it for now, but you can check out our full fall preview episode right now on thebroadwayshow.com. Until next time, I'm Tamsin Fidel, and this is The Broadway Show Uncut. Uncut.